Hey everybody, this is Lucas, and this is Thanks for Playing, the podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer. And today, we have an exciting episode, our N64 draft, starring Hylette. What's up, Hylette? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. We got Orion. What's up, Orion? What's up, everybody? And we got producer Sam. First time in a yo, while. Yo. P. Sam. What's Let's up? Let's go. How's it going, guys? <laughs> what up? Uh, I'm here. I'm ready to draft. Hell yeah. This is your first. This is you and Orion's first draft. So I am I am stoked. Um, Standard draft rules. This is actually, Highlight, this is your pick for a draft because right. you won the last draft that we did, which was Xbox 360? It was a PS2 draft, okay. and then you guys did a 360 draft in between that. Which that's is right. Kind of funny. That's right. So this is your this is your pick. We've been <laughs> but drafting. this is my winner's draft. That's right. That's right. Which you're yeah. gonna end up losing. Uh, honestly, okay. Damn. So we're we're okay. all the Whatever. reason the reason why Matt is not on this episode <laughs> is because Matt never has never played an N64 game before. I don't think. Uh, so we got ourselves a bunch of old heads here that are all from the N64 era. Is that fair to say? Lucas, aren't say, you like 20 years game. old? What the fuck? Very fair. Okay, I'm t I'm 28, but N64. I I'm like a old head in the sense that like all of my older brothers influenced my gaming habits. So like even when oh, the GameCube God. was out, I was still playing the Super Nintendo and the N64 quite a bit. Great okay. system. So old by association. Old by association. That's right. Uh, I think my prediction: this draft is going to be a bloodbath. For sure, uh, I was looking. I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna come out with a hot take right now. I actually don't think there was a lot of great games on the N64. I think Whoa. there was some really good games on it, but I don't think that there was. Oh my a god! Lot. No, Matt, is that you? No, that's crazy. No. <laughs> I, I literally looking wrote, different, Matt. Manifested going, bro? in Lucas. <laughs> I, there was a lot of there was a lot of games on the N64. But guys, like we're gonna go down the list here. We're gonna run out of good games very quickly. I can guarantee it. We'll find out. Uh, All right, we'll see. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. First things first. Draft order. I hope everybody has their uh, their whole plan going on this one because uh, things are gonna get a little scary. Uh, can everybody see the draft wheel? I can see it. Yes. All right. Cool. Sir. Clicking on it. First pick goes to. Orion. Let's Dang. go. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Let's remove you off He's here. Drop okay, Anthony second Bennett. Pick. I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> second Absolutely pick. Absolutely not. Hylette. I'm not mad. <laughs> Dang. Okay, hang on. This is uh it's kind of gonna move some uh, things around on my draft list here. And our third pick is going to be myself. Okay. That's cool. the draft order. It's been said. It's been said. Hey, you're on the turn though. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess. Yeah. All right. There's like six picks. That's a good position to be in. I think. So. Are we ready to go? Should we? Should we hit it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Let's Orion. Do it. Orion, come out hot. Let's hear it. I think this is going to be a hot take because I think I know what everyone else's number one is going to be, but I just. This particular game is so iconic to my childhood. I would literally, we would rotate people's houses where we would play this game. He's not picking Ocarina. I, I got to <laughs> go with Goldeneye. I'm going with Goldeneye. Oh, I knew it. Dang, I knew it. Man. You fool. No. Man, that's a, Tim. Left it on the that's, table. I, listen. That's a bad, I, that's a bad pick, dude. Left it on dude. the table. I had to it's, come out it's, hot. It's like taking it's, Markel Fultz before Jason Tatum. Like, it's embedded. It's embedded in my childhood <laughs> memories. I would literally, we would literally rotate people's houses. We would go to, and the single player campaign was also amazing. And playing odd job in paintball mode, like no, it, odd it job, was just yeah. There's nothing proximity mines. There, there's nothing better than it. It was the, the it single was player was an, really good. It was. It was a great. It was like everything awesome, about it. Multiplayer, <laughs> single player. It was a great game. And most of all, the pot, the music when you pause the game too is like iconic. Music is the greatest iconic. music of all time. That's true. Yeah, iconic. That's very true. Any any That's other game that is quality, yeah, for sure. Any other you game officially convinced me. Any other game, <laughs> I dare you to push pause. It's not going to be better than Golden Eyes pause music. I guarantee you. 
Damn, it's such, that's so good. Okay. But when the best part of the game can be just played on YouTube nonstop, it's not first round. <laughs> that's just, just one of many too, components. Bro. One of many. The, the problem with GoldenEye is, when's the last time you played it, Orion? I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's not going to lie. It's been a long time. It's been a while, right? It's it been a while. Been. So we forget years. that the the way you you move and aim at the same time in that game <laughs> it's like the super old control scheme because it's not a dual stick controller so like no. the aiming is super janky in that game like you have to move and then stop and then aim it, you remember that right it walked so halo could run though it was like the <laughs> yeah, very yeah, foundation but it's not halo that's right the but halo came out after <laughs> i believe your, did it not i, I think it did turn, you're blowing out man you gotta turn your mic down <laughs> just 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 oh, a smidge i'll put, I'll put it away <laughs> all right all right you're good you're good um you're just excited i can hear it i can I'm, hear it getting blown yeah. out through the through the headphones all right is that is that it goldeneye that's and, the big pick oh yeah pick? that's I came out hot, but I also think it's the best uh, overall pick. I, I, I mean, when it. we were playing back in the day, too, it's not like you were thinking about how janky it was, right? You just kind of adapted to the gameplay, and you were you were playing all day. You know, I, I, yeah. I remember playing that game. So, like every everyone, you it was either Mario Kart or that game, or Smash for sure. That's fair. When you were yeah, going over to the fair. homie's house, you were. But yeah, Golden, it got heated with Goldeneye. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the first big kind of everybody at everybody's house playing like a shooter, like a first person shooter, because the N64 was the first Nintendo console with four places to plug in a controller. Everyone could bring their yeah. own controller over like screen peeking. That was like probably the era where screen peeking and screen looking just became like just a toxic like way of playing a game because like. <laughs> It just that lasted for so like I the first instance of just like using that as a strategy, just looking at where the other person was on the map and then just like knowing where they were going to be and killing them. That's when things got got pretty heated. For sure. I mean, you guys are only making my case, so it's we could talk another 10 minutes about this. <laughs> yeah, game. that's I mean, true. I'm, that's I'm true. all for it. I'm all for it. I'm going to have to play some of that pause music while we're recording here. Oh, wow. um, yes. Let's let's go to uh, let's go to Hyalette. Hit us with a hit us with a hot one, man. OK, so. It's not going to be that hot of a take. I'm taking the Jason Tatum of this draft, apparently. I'm going Legend of Zelda Ocarina why, of Time. Why, is Tatum, why do you keep saying Easy Tatum? Money. Like, why Why do you keep going with because him? Because in that draft, he got, like, he was the third pick. Like, he fell. But he's clearly the best player of that draft. That's that's why. Okay, he was in that draft. Okay. But Markel Fultz, Fultz, Lonzo, and I don't Oh, yeah, Lonzo went second, Tatum that. went third. Oh, okay, for I, sure. Yeah, I, I can't remember. You are right, then. You are very right. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, Sorry. or this is Greg Oden and KD. Like it's that draft. So, <laughs> so you pick KD. I'm picking KD with, you know, the KD version of N64 games, Ocarina. which is Ocarina of Time. K- like, Ocarina of Time's the KD. Art. Wait. Of this what? draft. Okay. Crazy. Ocarina of Time is the KD of this draft. I mean, it's the first Zelda in a 3D plane. Like it ushered in. Not just the com like the new current Zelda like era of gaming, but open world games in general. Like it opened up exploration like crazy. Um, the 3D sword play and the action I thought was great. Solid story. Um, if we're talking soundtracks, it has an incredible soundtrack. Like there has yet to be a track that's better than Grudo Valley in my eyes. And overall, <laughs> music it's a game I think seven Goldeneye. I was just gonna say, how's I the mean, pause that, music? I mean, if we're doing a pause music draft, you can. That's an easy <laughs> you can take one. that one. <laughs> but we're doing an overall gaming draft, right? Fair. Um, and honestly, it's it shows its age, even if you play the new ones. But for the most part, it's so pretty playable and enjoyable, in my opinion. I played it a few years ago, which isn't super recent, but I still had fun with it. And I think that's the true testament of a great game is it's still playable and enjoyable way down the line so super impactful for gaming history it's part of the gaming canon in my opinion it holds up it's fun great mechanic well for me great mechanics great music like it's it's easy it's an easy pick for the first choice yeah it's crazy that it even made it to the second pick at all Uh, but (laughs) not that crazy but uh, <laughs> I, I agree with I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Um, Ocarina Time is just a straight up all timer. There is such a, a long period of time where this was considered the greatest game of all time. I think a lot of 
like video games, like journalism and thought and like think pieces probably go away from this a little bit. And maybe now new Zelda games, especially like Tears of the Kingdom are probably now at number one. But Ocarina of Time for basically the majority of video game history was considered the greatest game of all time. I, I, and in my heart, yeah. it, it is still up there. Um, it's it's like unbeatable for some of the special moments, like the moment where Link becomes an adult and you're sitting in like the freaking yeah. fountain with the Sage of Light and he's just like, look at yourself. And you're like an adult Link, you know, like the moment where you fight, like in the, the moment where you figure out like the secret to the water temple, the moment that you go underwater with mm-hmm. the iron boots, like, mm-hmm. yeah, Grudu Valley, like all that stuff. It's it's I, truly an incredible game. I remember getting a the, great Ganon fight the, too. Great Ganon fight, the mirror shield. When you're fighting the witches, and oh hell yeah! That that Fire. boss battle was like, in my mind when I first played it, I was like, "Whoa, this is like so tight." <laughs> as as a kid, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, so many great moments in that game. Yeah, mute and the the ocarina music has actually created like like it it's it's really 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 up there in terms of video game soundtracks both like because the music is actually within the game like mechanically part of it yeah. like the song of time yeah. song of storms like the you know sun song and things like that like playing music actually is mechanically part of the way you play the game and honestly like that's i mean it, that that's such a cool concept they immediately tried to recreate it in wind waker like it was like not even oh, yeah. like a hundred percent like it's it was so part of the DNA that they couldn't even get away from it for the next generation. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, Ocarina's up there. Ryan, thoughts on Ocarina Time? Listen, I mean, it's a great game. There's nothing that I could say about it that you know would <laughs> why, suggest why, why that all, it shouldn't be he's deserved. He's trying to defend him. Not he's of, trying to defend himself. Not giving himself first pick for that one. <laughs> I, I will I will not defend the fact that I didn't pick 007 Goldeneye because I still think that it's a great game. However, Ocarina of Time also one of the greatest games, but just the childhood memories, like I said, like I Goldeneye sticks out to me more than Ocarina of Time, and if that has to be the tiebreaker, then that's the tiebreaker for me. Okay, fair enough, mm-hmm. fair enough. Um, all right, I'm gonna hit y'all with uh, probably the last great game on this list. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Super Mario 64 is my pick on this one. Uh, it's it's Solid. like, I think we just kind of hit the big three, honestly. Um, I don't know what, I don't have a basketball metaphor for you guys right now, but um, if I did, I would say it. Uh, Super Mario 64 is fantastic. I, I played it not that long ago, actually. And it's it's just great. I mean, it's it's so joyful to play. It still has incredible design. A lot of games, like for many, many generations, followed basically the blueprint for Super Mario 64, level by level, collect-a-thons. I mean, you got Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, you got like Crash, you got Spyro. Like so many games kind of followed uh, this sort of formula with Super Mario 64. I know other games were doing the collect-a-thon thing before this, but I mean, this was the standard for many, many years, probably still is really the standard today. And uh, just like jumping into a portrait in the castle and the music, and when you look up to the light for the first time, and then you're flying all of a sudden, like those little moments, the first time you go to like the slide level and you figure out that there's a portrait you could walk through. And like the- So many revolutionary (laughs) things, like just like Ocarina, right? Dude. Yeah, well, yeah. It laid it's, the I mean, it laid the it, foundation from Mario going from side platformer to 3D kind of open world in a way. It just it really did exactly. revolutionize everything. Absolutely, great yeah. game. Seriously, I think it was just so fun to play too. You know, like yeah, it didn't feel ever feel grindy. Um, you know, some some levels were hard if you're if you're trying to get all the stars, but overall the flow and just like your path in the game was just so well designed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And like the Bowser levels, genuinely like iconic memories and music for some of that stuff. Hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like yep. even like where each level of the castle goes, like each level of the castle mm-hmm. is actually an iconic thing too. Like everybody remembers and feels the moment when they go to the next level of the castle too. And just existing and jumping around in that world is is an awesome thing. And also, some of the best water level music probably ever. I know we all know what I'm talking about, right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a banger. Talk about you know Golden Eye Pause music number number one, but that's a very close number two. Fair, yeah. 
I'm okay with that. Fair. All awesome. right. Producer Sam, you get two picks. All right. Oh, man. Um. All right. I get two because you get you know, two. You're on the snaking turn. It. Yeah. We're snaking it. Um. I'm going to go with Banjo-Kazooie. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think it's probably one of the more underrated games. I think Banjo-Kazooie was so much fun. And um, I, I just... It, like, the the levels and, and the design and some of the characters were so hilarious. And it was just so unique. And I, I guess pretty kiddy, but at the same time... Um, just a great, great platformer, honestly. And I don't know if you really played it, Lucas, or even if Shay did. Yeah, I think I was the one who was more so had an attachment with that game, but it's it's really, really good. And uh it's definitely, you know, top it has to be a top five for sure. Um so I'm taking that. Banjo kazooie. Yeah. Okay. Uh it's great. Okay. Love that game. Uh, the second one's not so good, but the first one's great. Um, <laughs> okay, and then I am going to take Super Smash Brothers, sixty-four. Okay, yeah, okay. The start. I didn't. Yeah. The yeah. start of it all, the the start of the most one of the most iconic fighting games ever to date, and uh, you know I'll never forget Maining Fox and fucking up my older brother and just him getting pissed off. <laughs> um, yeah, like just or you're young or beating your younger brother. Or yeah, or beating, or beating you know, uh, you know beating, beating like Lucas. a four year old really, really yeah, bad. Really yeah, bad. Just cr- three stalking him every time. Yeah. Know, yeah. He was I four. He, I bet he deserved it though. Yeah. He was totally <laughs> He was a punk. <laughs> yeah. Wonder what but, he is now. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what he's up to nowadays. Um but yeah, I mean Smash like <laughs> I remember, you know, my older brother, he was going to buy the game. And, you know, when you're a kid, he like I was contributing like ten dollars of my allowance and we got in some argument and I was like, I'm not giving you the ten. And he was like, oh, what the hell? I need that. (laughs) I need that to get the game. (laughs) So I ended up giving him the ten dollars and we just we played that game all the time. And, you know, it's definitely a gold like a golden eye or like a mario kart like you were going over the homies and you know free for all or four players or 2v2 um just you know not the best smash but it's it, it started it was the you know the beginning and that's why yeah. it's uh it's very very special so can some can Those someone are- give us a basketball metaphor for smash on this list we don't have one. As a fifth pick, it's like Super Smash is like <laughs> Reggie Reggie Miller and uh, Super uh, Super Smash Brothers Project M was like Steph Curry. Okay, that's a great <laughs> analogy. I, I couldn't okay, say it better myself. I wonder how many people because Reggie was a great three point shooter in his own right back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. But then Steph Steph like perfects it a generation later. Yeah, or like. Generation and a half. Pretty much. Later, yeah, like yeah. a couple. Yeah. And becomes yeah. the greatest shooter. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm into Reggie it. Reggie walks like so stuff can shoot. Okay. <laughs> I like, I like <laughs> this. Exactly. Okay. Hopefully, everybody listening to this podcast understood that one. Um, <laughs> all right. We're we're back to me. Uh, all right. I've, I've been thinking about this one a lot ever since the last 10 minutes. Uh, I'm going with Glover. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with. <laughs> Banjo Tooie, uh, really? In my opinion, wow. the superior no. version no. of Banjo in the Banjo series, the duology no of Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie. Now, I I've played both a lot actually. I played Banjo Tooie as recently as like three years ago. It was actually a pandemic game for me. I haven't played Banjo Tooie oh, cool. in a while, or Banjo Kazooie, but I played Banjo Tooie three years ago and I beat it. And Banjo Tooie is just awesome. It takes everything that Banjo Tooie does. And just ups it, dials it up to eleven. The the thing that I really like about Banjo Tooie is you have a lot of collectathon games of this era, right? You got Donkey Kong sixty four, you got Mario sixty four, you got Banjo Tooie. They're all in a uh, like condensed location, whether that's like Gruntilla's tower in Banjo Tooie, the castle in Mario, or Donkey Kong's like face on Donkey Kong Island or whatever. 
But Banjo-Tooie actually expands and you're in like a whole other world where you go like to a cliffside, you go to like a swamp, you go to a lagoon, you go to like a theme park, you go to like Jolly Rogers Lagoon, you go to a gold mine, you go to a Mayan temple. Like the variety in levels is so sick. You're not just bound to one singular location. Mechanically, it's still basically the same thing. You're still going into worlds and then doing your thing. Um, and oh man, the just you can play as as Mumbo, dude, or whatever his name is. <laughs> <The skull dude. laughs> yeah, you could play as him oh in Banjo Tooie, and that is awesome. Um, and also, the Banjo Tooie music is just a little bit better. I, you know what? I didn't really get to get that much reps in on Tui, but I'm still going to stand my ground and say Kazooie's better. And I don't really have any detail or argument, but uh... I think Kazooie is like just is. the Reggie Miller and Tui <laughs> is like the Steph Curry. Whoa. Yeah. Look at this guy. No, just no, came, no, up with that. came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's original, original take. Yeah. Mind blowing. We'll let the, we'll let the audience decide on that one. Uh, Hyla, let's move on to you for your second pick. Okay. Um, this one is actually one of my favorite games from N64. Arguably my favorite outside of um, Ocarina. In terms of like the games within this franchise, I argue that the 64 version's the best one and is the only one that got the formula right completely. Oh, shit. I'm going Star Fox 64. Oh, oh shit. Wait, that. that's that's a oh, bad... What? Okay, no. Wait, that's a bad take? Yeah. Did you not play Star yeah, Fox okay, Assault then. on the GameCube or like... Dude, what? that game was ass. No, it was not. About? Okay, okay. Just give, Dude, give your Star Fox you... Wait, wait. Just, wait, okay, you don't no. like Do Star Fox 64, Lucas? No, I don't. I don't not like it. I just don't think it's the best Star Fox. Oh. Well, first of all, uh, I said arguably, so I guess we're arguing. Yeah. But <laughs> Assault's biggest mistake was taking him out of shit for like really subpar. But you could go in a tank, play. dude. Oh, you you can do a tank. You could go in a tank in Star Fox 64 also. On one level, on one level though. No, nah, go ahead. There's also submarine. Okay. I'm okay. going to let you I'm going to let Sorry. you cook. <laughs> Please. Thank you. Okay. So, Star Fox 64 I think has one of the best dock fighting just gameplay styles period it's really fast paced tons of action it's actually a fairly simple game but it's just super fun it was one of the first games i could think of that had actual voice dialogue with a banner soundtrack oh, that's true. a lot of great quotes from that game like do a barrel roll come on like yeah do a barrel you know, roll that, that's correct it, that it had the rumble has, pack too you know Oh, it was one of the first games to Rumble Pack, too. Yeah, that was dope. Um, to me, it was also kind of roguelike because you kind of have to play, you know, a new path every time you did play it. And it was just cool that there's, you know, different secrets to take you through, different pathways. Um, if you expert and metal everything, you could give Fox sunglasses, which I thought was super dope. Oh, yeah, and dude. Also, oh, like, you know, thank you. Yeah. Sam no, knows yeah. what I'm talking about. No, That's keep, fun. keep going. Keep going. Um, yeah. Um, Star Wolf is arguably some of the best, like, nemesis villains you could come across. Like, it's the anti team and the, you know, their voice acting and just the bullshit, like, animal kitty drama that makes it feel super high stakes. It's just great. Like, there's an Independence Day level. It's kind of, I can't gush yeah. enough. It's such okay. a good the, game. I dude, think ours, I got the sunglasses. Dude, the, the submarine was level sick. was so good. Love yeah, it. like just yeah. a lot of... I yeah. remember the tank level too. Like just being so... Ooh, yeah. Just just like the 3D-ness of it. And like the yeah. sound and your controller vibrating. Just being a young kid and being like, yo, this is crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely like start like I, I love that you can kind of take different paths too and, and it's just relatively simple like there's probably yeah. only like what eight to nine levels but you could take different yeah, paths like and stuff like that. like that but the gameplay was just i mean i don't know how it holds up nowadays but that was i was playing like that game a lot too for sure you know what I'm... i think as an arcade game it does hold up um assault i will agree like feels smoother because it is updated on a more updated machine but 
as an entire game, I would rather go back to Star Fox 64. If Nintendo remade that game, I'll lose my shit. Yeah, oh, dude, I could see that them, would be a great I could see them remake. doing that. I uh, I'm actually like thinking through this one and uh, convincing myself in my own head that this is a really solid pick because I remember if you get mission accomplished on so I, for those of you that don't know. Uh, the game, yeah, you can get right. a mission complete or a mission accomplished on every single level for this game. And basically, if you like play the mission correctly, you get mission accomplished. And if you get mission accomplished on every single level, you get the secret ending and you fight the actual final boss. And there's like, yeah. a, there's like an escape sequence where the ghost of your oh. dad helps you escape from like the, basically the Death Star at the end. Wow, and it's really it's so sick because Fox is like, I think I saw my dad, guys, and they're like, No way! And it's like, Yeah, that no, yeah, James, dude, like, James McCloud. Planet... Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. dude, dad, if you've never bro, played his it, dad like, comes. I was just going to start next week. Shit. Yeah, dude, because oh if you guys remember, it. planet blows up. <laughs> Fox is screaming, and then you just get like a mystery broadcast. It's like, Never oh. give up, my son. Oh yeah, Fox, like, father. And it's like, and then, like oh, with, screen, like, with glasses on is basically what it yeah, is. Dude. Yeah, that was a good one. Hell yeah. That was okay, like, you know what? Good pick. Oh, my God. Yeah, that Thank was you. so tight. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Ryan, you got anything to say? It's you got a, uh, maybe, a, maybe a football metaphor for us or something? I, I don't have a football <laughs> metaphor, but I actually do have a story very briefly. Not about Star Fox 64 since I didn't play it, but Star Fox in general. So the original that came out for Super Nintendo... Um, it was a really hard to find a copy of. So my dad is infinite wisdom found this guy in Covina. It was like a video store slash game store, like kind of like super duper video, but like on a much smaller scale for those of you who kind of lived in the Southern California age, uh, area. Funko growing Land? Up. Uh, I know. I don't think so. Dude, it, it must've been Funko Land. It was not yeah. Funko Land. It was, <laughs> it was like, okay. it, was, it was in Covina. No, it was, it was in Covina, like some tucked smaller. away in a shopping center. So anyway, make a long story short. My dad brings in our Super Nintendo, and the guy has a Japanese version of Star Fox, and Whoa. it's a lot less expensive, and this guy knew a guy who could <laughs> manipulate the <laughs> Super Nintendo in some way in order to make it to work and play Japanese games. So anyway, my first experience with Star Fox was the Japanese version and it was like full on like Japanese too, like you know all the it was you know no no subtitles or anything like that. Just couldn't understand any of it. But <laughs> I I got the control. Did you like I, it? I got the hang of the controls. Yeah, it was great. I think it was better than Star Fox sixty four, in my opinion. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm joking. joking. I didn't play it, Chill. but it was okay, it was okay. it was a great introduction. Okay, into, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> This is maybe one of these days we need to have like a Super Nintendo episode because I kind of dated yeah. myself a little bit. But that one's going to be a mess. Dude. Oh my god! You guys, you guys definitely I, have I to have me on that one. I will kill anybody who takes Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VI, which I know <laughs> is going to happen. Well, Final Fantasy um, IV before Final Fantasy VI, but I digress. That's that's okay. Oh, that's that's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's blasphemy, but that's fine. So anyway, that's my that's my little story about Star Fox. <laughs> okay, sounds dude, good. That's sounds so good. cool. Well, Literally yeah. modded it, your SNES. That's crazy. Modded yeah, it just dude. to play Star Fox, Back in the baby. Day. Yep. <laughs> um, Orion, it's your pick. I got two picks, right? You get two. Yep. All right. So I think I have to go with this one right now. Again, like I see for me, I played a lot of Nintendo 64, but it was more centered like on party games, the single player experiences. Sure. I had a PlayStation as well. So I played like a lot of. Okay. Xenoblade Chronicles and or Xenogear, mm -hmm. excuse me, Xenogear Chronicles and things like that. So um, that was it. well. I'm gonna go with <laughs> Mario Kart 64. Okay, I mean, I feel like I have to go with it just because you know it. It wasn't like the original, obviously, but it was the second one to you know the entire franchise and i just think it built upon so much of what the first one really established and rainbow road was incredible wario stadium it's funny because um i chocolate played mountain. um yeah chocolate mountain chocolate, or, mountain, yeah, chocolate mountain um oh. it's like sherbert island too or something like that the ice level i can't remember what the name of it was yeah. but like i had so yeah. many of those levels just like memorized and um a couple weeks ago maybe two or three weeks ago we fired up um uh, Mario Kart on the Switch, and we were playing that. I was playing that with my daughters, and we fired up. They just happened to pick Wario Stadium, and 
I'm not that great at Mario Kart anymore, but I it was like so embedded in my memory. I knew exactly where to, you know, get the boost when you're drifting and everything. Like I blew everybody away. They're like, Daddy, how did you do that? I said, I just by muscle memory because yeah, I played it yeah. so much back in the day. So it's a good rendition. He knows the old yeah. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows the old ways. I, I know, I know <laughs> the very old ways. But it was just such a great game. It was just, and again, it was another one of those games where, you know, I whether it was going to friends' houses or just playing it at home with you know even like you know my siblings and family, it was just a fun time all around. It was just, it was a great game. I. I it's Mario Kart. What can, what else can I really yeah, say yeah. about it? Hard, hard agree. This is when, sorry, producer Sam, go, go for it. I was going to say, yeah, same thing, right? Like you go over, you're popping in Mario Kart, GoldenEye, Smash Brothers. Yep. Like we played hella Mario Kart at the, yeah. at the Luna pad for sure. And um, I wasn't the greatest, but um, I still always enjoyed playing it and do, you know, getting the occasional win the shortcuts, like the items, like it just like the mechanics and, and the playability, like it was just so great. And I, it's probably still great. Honestly. Um, it is confirmed. Yeah. I can confirm that. I played so, it recently. Uh, yeah. I can Mar- Mario Kart yeah. 64. My, my one take on this one is this when Mar this is when Mario Kart got good. Yeah. The first I one. I think was I agree with hard. that. I the agree first with one's that. too janky. I'm with that. Yeah. It's really hard. The- yeah. <laughs> The first one was a proof of concept. It was very hard. Uh, this is when you were able to actually really sit down and play it and really have a good time with a group of people, which right. is what Mario Kart this, is all about. Because it's this it is, seemed like for the Super Nintendo version, like if you put it like at 150 CC, like you would legitimately have a difficult time beating the computer no matter what. Yeah. Because it was just like inherently, I don't know, the coding or whatever it was, but it, it was, was so hard. Whereas like with, you know, Nintendo 64, like, the Nintendo 64 version, you felt like you were making meaningful progress and you could, you know, regardless of how cheese the computer, you know, did things to you, you could still overcome it. So Super Mario Kart was like the blockbuster and Super Mario Kart, Mario Kart 64 was like Hollywood video. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> they both failed, though. <laughs> no, I know. Stuck with like, the Reggie no, Miller <laughs> No, I know, but Hollywood video was had like way more shit. They had way yeah, more I shit thought you there. Were, why didn't you just go with like a straight Netflix video, like a Netflix <laughs> from thing? Like, you kind of like I, I was, but Netflix is still going. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but like Hollywood Video, I think died before Blockbuster. Yeah, maybe. But, but <laughs> we, we 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 transitioned to Hollywood Video as a family because the selection was better. Yeah, the peaks were so much higher with Hollywood that. Video. The I peak think that's was higher with Hollywood Video for sure. I really can't comment. <laughs> I barely remember that. <laughs> I just remember. I, I, well, I can, can Okay, I, there was uh, no. like a Universal Video near us. You guys, was that a chain or was that just us? That was just local. I don't remember Universal. Doesn't sound familiar. That was a local spot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, man, rest in peace, video <laughs> rental stores. This is this is crazy. Um, let's try to let's try to stick to basketball analogies. Yeah. <laughs> nah, let's man. See. We got cool. another one. Super, we got another one coming up. Let's see. All right. All right. I'll I'll leave I'll leave that to producer Sam. He's he's banging it with the uh, analogies this uh, this episode. But my second pick. This is tough. This is tough. Um, man, what do I go with? I have like three games that, you know what? I'm going to go unconventional because why not? This is a, this is a at draft podcast and we're here to have fun, right? I'm going with <laughs> Diddy Kong me. Racing. Ooh. Uh, I'm going with Diddy. No. Cart, two kart yeah. racing games listen, in your lineup, bro? Listen, that so. Game was lit. He, exactly. Hear me out. It. A lot. There were some things that were similar to Mario Kart. Obviously, it's a it's a kart game. It's a racing game, right? But I believe the difference was is that Diddy Kong Racing had a single player mode, whereas you know, kind of like a campaign type thing. And then it also introduced subsequent characters into the series, which I don't want to spoil in case somebody doesn't pick you know my next potential pick. But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that it also introduced the glider that Mario Kart ended up using down the line as well. So, uh, okay. if, if yeah, anything, if mm. anything, 
you could fly. Yeah, you could fly. And I just think that there was room for both of those games to be awesome within their time. I think it came out um, after Mario Kart, obviously, but it was a really fun game. I remember playing that a lot as a kid. Awesome game. Okay. Okay. Not fair. Yeah. It's, not I, bad I pick. I played it That's a lot fair. too, for sure. Not Honestly, terrible. Never played it. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of no things on the board still, but spot for me too. Yeah. yeah. My whole really thing is like it? the Nintendo 64 is like all about party games and that's where I had the most fun. Okay. So you got, you got your two Diddy Kong and Mario Kart 64. We're on high let now for his third pick. I just want to throw out there. I think it's wild that half your picks are kart racing games. It's like, He's right though. So I mean, it was it's not a bad four pick, player, but... four player system. You know, it yeah, was so much multiplayer no, it's, it's going fair. on. It's fair. Yeah, I guess. But that you know was what? The, I'm thing. glad you bring that up, Doogie. I'm glad you brought up four player multiplayer, and that this was a party system. Oh, he's going with Mario. Oh I, no, Mario Party is. Two. Oh, my I got so I'm go Mario damn Party it, two. dude. I got so oh, shit. I didn't know you would take two. I actually. Yeah. I, I, Dude, two is uh, better in my two's, opinion. Two is better than one and three. Yeah, it's the best one from the '64 era for sure. It's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, there um, is a case to be made, um, but Mario Party Two, Tim. I don't know if you heard, but that's my pick. Sorry. Um, it built on everything that the first one tried to do. So kind of like Orion's example of like proof of concept. Mario Party One is proof of concept. Mario Party Two is where things got really fun and good, because um, I think it introduced a battle item, the battle items. Um, the dual mini games, the maps to me are just more iconic. Like the cowboy map, like is a yeah, first thing I'll yeah. always come to mind when anyone says Mario Party anything. Um, the mini games were lit, and I think there was like at least sixty of them for Mario Party Two. So there's an awesome variety of different things to play. Um, and this is one of my favorite cheesy moments. Like I told my wife we're doing an N64 draft, and N64 is like her era. And she reminded me that every mini, like every map had a mini story, like the superstar had to save like whatever narrative was going on. So like in the cowboy, yep. like the superstar was a sheriff that took down like the evil gangster Bowser. And I love that shit. And I kind of forgot that they went away from that ever since the second one, like even the newest Mario Party completely omits that, but still brought back the maps. So Mario Party 2 to me was the be one of the best party games for this system. I remember having a lot of fun. I remember a lot of fucking salt with my, my brother and my friends at the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially yeah, when you win honestly, at the end. One of the best Mario Party <laughs> games. Oh, I know. Because yeah, it's, it's such a long game, right? And like to lose it way, and it's like, fuck. The, the 20 yeah. turn marathons. Well, even yeah, the 10 seriously. turn ones were longer too. Yeah, they were long. They were long. And I remember uh, Mario Party 2 had some iconic minigames. It had the jump rope fire one. Oh, and it yeah. had... Okay, oh. I don't know if you guys remember. There was a minigame that was a 3v1 minigame in, in Mario Party 2. I actually like looked it up on YouTube before recording because I wanted to jog my memory. There was a 3v1 minigame in Mario Party 2 where everybody was on like a spinny metal wheel. And the one player controlled the direction that the wheel was spinning on with a lever. Oh, and so yeah. the three the three people had to like balance on this wheel going left or right while the one player was just trying to like knock them off. And it was it's just the salty I remember being so angry because like people could just like juke you out and make you fall off the wheel. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Great pick. You stole it right out of my hands. I that say. is a, that is oh. a great pick. I love that. Love pick. love to hear it. Love to hear yeah. it. I yeah. honestly thought Orion uh, was going to pick this because my wife mentioned that that was one of his main games. So I, I, when he I was going to I was so happy. I, I was going to say Tim. you, you should appreciate, it, bro. No, it, it's okay. I, I'm in a giving mood tonight. You should uh, ask yeah. your wife about you know Luigi and Mario Party Two and her brother using Luigi, and uh, she'll probably have nightmares tonight. So. <laughs> Orion and yeah, Pilot are brother-in-laws, by the way. Not... And people are getting confused listening to this. Uh, brother-in-laws are speaking to each other right we now. We are? Yeah. Um, uh, all right. I'll go, for, I'll, I'll go for my pick here. Now, this is where we get into the bloodbath part of things. Uh, I have not played this game, but I'm going to pick it because I feel like Producer Sam is picking it. I'm going to go with Jet Force Gemini. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Did I get you? Yeah. 
I, I mean, I'm getting shat on all over the place. Here, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I would have picked that. Again, draft strategy. Um, I know this game is cool. It's a rare game uh, from it's 1999. Cool. Yeah, I heard it. I, I know it's great. I know it's cool. I remember seeing it be played a lot, but I actually never really touched this game. So I'm, I'm picking this purely out of a draft, you know, winner's mentality type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I know I got my fourth pick locked because I'm coming around on the turn here. So I'm going to stop it there. Any any cool things to say about Jet Force Gemini? Anybody? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was just a great first-person shooter adventure game. You know, I played a lot of this game. It looked super cool. The mechanics were super cool. Like, it was just kind of like a futuristic space version of, like, a GoldenEye. Um, and nice. the... I don't. I, I think there was multiplayer. I don't think the multiplayer was as great, but the adventure mode was legit, and um, music was good. Like this was definitely this is definitely a gem for sure. Uh, Jet Force yeah. Gemini. I played the shit out yeah. of this game. It walked so Halo could run. Hey, that's my line. This is the, this is the yeah, Reggie Hollywood Miller. Idiot. Yeah, this is the Hollywood Miller and Halo 3 is Steph Curry. Netflix. Yeah, Netflix Curry. Uh, this yeah. was more okay. like Wally Zerbiak to Kyle Korver, let's be honest. Okay, I don't know that one. <laughs> All right. I, knew that was kind of, I knew that was kind of a deep yeah. cut. I know yeah, producer Sam and Tim Ron. That, that was a pretty yeah. – I don't even think I got that though. one. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Can you explain Kyle, that one, please? Kyle Korver to what? Wally Zerbiak to Kyle Korver. Zerbiak. Oh, I don't know Zerbiak. who the first guy. I definitely know Corver. Zerbiak, I believe he was drafted by the Timberwolves. They kind of bounced around the league for a little bit, but he was like the prototypical like six seven, six eight, like you know shooting guard. Yeah, shooting guard, I think. And you know, take like you know four, three or four threes a game before it started getting out of control. And then Corver <laughs> is just like an extension of that, basically, except he oh, doubled cool. his outcome and he's a better three point shooter too. So hey, that's not that's not a knock. Corver is a great three point shooter. Yeah. Okay. One of the best. A lot of basketball. Like, on the, I, I yeah. should have figured there'd be a lot of basketball on this one. Honestly. Yep. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a. Bas- maybe we'll do like a basketball tier list, TFP style or something. Oh, we, we got to do a basketball just, draft. Yo, I'd be so down. <laughs> just a draft. Just go way off. Just, just, just an all time draft. Like, Let's just yeah, tack it on this like, episode. Let's go. 1996 draft. Oh my god. There we go. <laughs> what? How would that even work? Just draft. Like we just we build we, a, we just draft. a starting five. Yeah. Build yeah. a starting just five draft who's available off. in 1996. Okay. <laughs> so it's like okay. Kobe. I'm looking at the 96 draft that's, right now. That's, that's a, a really specific. That's a banger. Obviously. That's like one of the biggest reasons. drafts, right? That in like 2004. Yeah. You're well, talking Kobe, players. Year, are you talking about players that were drafted like out of, out of high school and college of that year? Or are you talking about players who were playing in the league and then you would build a fantasy starting five? I'm talking about just redoing the draft. Like basically okay. like you can, you can, you can draft them. You just draft them into your pick as opposed to drafting them to a team. If that makes sense. Okay. Okay. We'll see yeah. if, we'll see one if day. people want that one. Okay. One day. One day. We'll do it. I'm um, down for all right. Producer Sam, you get two picks. All right. Well, um, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm a little lost here. I'm going to admit, but I'm, I'm just going to go completely off the rails. Uh, actually, not, not not complete not not completely off the rails. I'm gonna go Donkey Kong 64. Um, yep. So you know, a lot board. of people hated this game. Solid. Well, it was weird. It was like when it first came out. I literally mastered this game. I think I got all what is it, 201 bananas or something like that. It's like 126, I think. Oh, actually. okay. Well, I got 200. Just made that up. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did <laughs> for and, sure. Uh, it was one of those games where. Personally, I love anything that's grindy, so I just played this game so much, and I thought it was just so weird and, and quirky and just unlike the original side-scrollers, but uh, I I love the big uh, world aspect of it. I loved how it was just so expansive, um, and I spent many, many hours many 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 hours and i just i just loved this game growing up for sure um so good music good music good characters yeah. what was it like dk Nike rap kong 
Oh, the oh, DK, yeah. the DK rap. We got to talk about that for a second. <laughs> I mean, the DK I'm rap pretty much well. inspired Donkey Konga, right? <laughs> a little yeah, bit. Like it was Donkey just Kong like okay. a, legend, a legendary game. Yeah. yeah, literally the intro inspired a whole nother game. So, um, yeah, damn, that's crazy. I forgot about that. Um, Donkey Kong sixty four. <laughs> I guess it's kind of hated now, but. You know, I love that game back in the day. I still played the uh, shit out of it too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, my second pick, I'm gonna throw you all for a, a loop, and I'm going snowboard kids. <laughs> what the fuck what? is snowboard, snowboard kids? kids. What? You guys don't know what's up. Oh you guys don't God. know what the fuck is up. Snowboard kids was. I a, clearly don't. It was. It was like a kitty version of 1080. But I played this game so much. I grinded this game so hard. It was so much fun. You're just like this little miniature kid, like on a snowboard, going down a hill, getting power ups. Like just the playability was like way better than 1080. And it had more like special power elements to it. So, yo, you guys. It was like Mario Kart. It was like Mario Kart, but with snowboard, snowboarding kids. Yes. Yes, and it's okay. under it's an underrated banger for sure. Wait, I'm so actually I'm watching kids. I'm actually watching gameplay footage. I'm watching a 14 year old video, like a video that was uploaded in 2009 on YouTube, yeah. and it's Jeez. pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it no, looks I pretty loved, cool. I, I loved that game. So, uh, I I'm not going for the W at this point. I was just going for, uh, I guess, uh, personality. So there we go. Okay. I cannot believe how many like racing it. games we have on this list. It's just <laughs> kind of getting out of hand. Um, all right. Ah, oh, man. I, I'm just, for my pick now then, I'm just going to go with what just clearly is the only last good game left, which is Majora's Mask. I, I actually am pretty surprised it made it this far. Um, for a while, I actually used to say that Majora's Mask is the best, is my favorite Zelda um until tears of the kingdom came out i I actually held majora's mask up very very high personally i do think it is a little bit above ocarina of time not in terms of its influence i know the ocarina of time will always have its influence edge but majora's mask is like it's just like the david lynch version of ocarina of time it's just the twisted upside down dark side of it all uh the music is way darker no no it's way (laughs) darker it's unique in its mechanic no zelda game has ever done like the thing it's a time loop game like how many time loop games do we even have like none basically and like you're mastering a 72 hour cycle and like living the best possible version of a 72 hour three-day cycle where you help every single person like if you do everything in the game you have mastered a three-day cycle to where you're helping everybody as much as you can you're saving somebody from getting abducted bro producer sam there's aliens in majora's mask did you know that I just, Whoa. I, I tried to play it back in the day. I, I tried to pick it up and I, 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 I know I just couldn't rock with it, but if there's aliens, I'm picking it back up tonight. Yeah. There's, there's aliens. So dude, there's a side it's culturally relevant today. Yeah. So. For real, bro. They NASA, like, dude, the U S government knew about this game. They like in, in Majora's mask, there's like a mission where there's like, cows that are disappearing okay this is the true this is how sick majora's mask is all right there is a giant boulder blocking part of the map right at the in in like the first two days of the game or the first two days of the cycle and you can't break through that boulder unless you have the goron mask which you get like halfway through the game and when you go to when you pass that boulder on the third day like the girl that lives on the farm is like all messed up like she got kidnapped she's traumatized she's not the same right and you learn that in that first initial two-day period aliens came and abducted her and traumatized her and then put her back home on the farm so there's a mission to get there early and then kill the aliens and save her from getting abducted that's in a zelda game like people i feel like nobody talks about that mission that side quest incredible like the amount of like just creativity and like straight up i'm gonna say courage to actually implement something like that into a zelda game is pretty fantastic and it came out like less than five years after ocarina of time like 
That game came out super, super quick. Like, I know they reused Wasn't a lot like of assets. was like one or two years or something? It was, who's got it? It was like, There's really, like a two year difference. really shortly after. Two thousand, yeah, two year difference. Two so, years, yeah. That's pretty crazy how, to make another The fact that Zelda they were able to come out, that quick. yeah, they made a whole another Zelda game within two. I know they reused a lot of assets, you know, whatever, but it's still two year cycle on that one. Pretty nuts. I, I, I guess I could agree that it's probably one of the more underrated ones if you actually played it. I think because everyone who's actually played it is like, yo, this is dope, you know? Yeah. So it's got to yeah. give it another whirl. Yeah, dude, it is lit. It is lit. Have you played it recently? Like, does it hold up? Uh, man, I haven't played it since high school, uh, okay. but I I should give it another go here. Uh, I, I, I think it holds up from what I hear from people okay. that are still fans of this game. For sure. Because I'm not going to lie, you kind of sold me with the alien stuff. <laughs> yes. But aliens in any game. This sounds yeah. fucking lit. Like, yeah. Let's go. Ocarina of Time is Reggie Miller and Majora's Mask is Cliff <laughs> Curry. Yeah. Going Valid. Pilot. Uh, Dude, this is hard. I'm between two because they're nostalgia picks, but I think 40 and 64, they're pretty solid. I'm going to go the non flight simulator one. I'm going to go Pokemon Stadium too. Oh, you're going to go gonna Pilot Wings? Pokemon Snap. Uh, Dude, that, that was on my list too as a yeah, maybe. Yeah, that was on my Pokemon list too. Stadium Pokemon Stadium is good, a man. little bit higher for you. Yeah. Yeah, like Pokemon Stadium had what's two, even one, like really underrated mini games. Those mini games Those were, were sick. super fun. Those were sick. I like I don't remember if it's the first or second one, but like the Lickitung sushi one is like super fun. And you have to avoid like the fire sushi and your Lickitung going on fire, or like the Kakuna like hardening to like break break the rocks and you have to like out yes harden like everyone else. Um, and then for me, I loved the old games on the Game Boy on the Game Boy. Like red, I had yellow personally. Yellow was my favorite from that era, just because you could get all the starters. And just as a kid, seeing the Pokemon in your Game Boy become like rendered in a three D like three D space and fighting each other, just just super awesome. Like I remember as a kid that that dopamine rush of like, oh shit, like my Charizard's on TV. That's lit. <laughs> um, so. Like that was cool. And then I think in the second one, I actually remember like there's some there's a mode called Pokemon Academy where it actually started teaching you like a little bit more of the advanced mechanics. Cause I was a kid that was like, oh, you do nothing but damage dealing moves, because that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, but I remember the Pokemon Academy kind of taught you like think beyond the box, like why it's important for different stat like stat affecting moves to happen. And for me as a kid, that was really a good introduction of just more advanced RPG mechanics that I wasn't exposed to at that point. Cause I was in my single digit years um, in the heyday of the N64. So that game for me also, I think I credit it with helping me think a lot more critically about kind of RPG style games, stats, stuff like that. But the number one reason is seeing my Pokemon in 3D space and watching Charizard just that was motherfuckers. Sick. That was sick. Like that the multiplayer by, was good. Like by far number one. Like when you're playing yeah. with yeah, friends, dude. it was it was a lot of fun because it was like each battle was probably about eh, maybe like ten like fifteen minutes. So it was like a good yeah. it was like not too short, not too long, and there was like a lot of strategy involved. Um, because yeah. I think it was like you had three, right? Was it three v three? Yeah, like three. Pokemon? I think you. I thought you I got, got a full up to six. I thought you got a full oh. lineup, right? Yeah, oh, I think yeah. I think a quick battle you could do three, and a full battle you could do your full six. Okay, I remember doing three, like three three versus three Pokemon. But yeah, now that I think about it, you can go to like five or six, which is a longer game. But yeah, 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 it was fun. And I also yeah, and I also want to highlight like Pokemon Sam came out like. In the first around the first season, I think of Pokemon itself. So it's like watching the anime and getting hyped to like watching Pokemon battle like in live time. Pokemon Stadium too at that time. Yeah, like that game was the closest that we were going to get to like those types of battles with Pokemon. So I I think I had a bigger attachment to the Game Boy one. I remember being like third and fourth grade and just like when the first when Pokemon Red and Blue came out, that was just like insane. Like that like blew oh, 100%. blew everyone's mind. But Pokemon Stadium was definitely um more advanced. Like it was it was definitely like more fun to play as a as a multiplayer 
with the hom- yeah. with the homies and stuff. Yeah. All right, good pick, Orion. You're the last pick. Let's hear the fourth one. All right. I think at this point I I've gone with all party games, so I'm actually going to go with a platformer on this one. And uh, speaking of a couple who might be uh, in this uh, in this uh, recording here, maybe not quite old enough to play this at this time, but I'm going with Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. So I, I will say I'll I'll preface it by saying Underrated. that I I never personally owned this game, but my best friend did growing up, and I would be at his house pretty much all the time anyway. So I think I pretty much owned it by extension You'd, or by yeah. proxy. So, and pretty much every time that I go over there uh, right after it came out, he'd be playing it all the time. I mean, it's, it is kind of a spin on all the platformers like Donkey Kong, uh, Mario, Banjo Kazooie, and just this, you wouldn't think it just from the begin, like the very beginning, you know, it's a, uh, or even on the cover of the game for that matter, you know, it's just like a, a squirrel that, you know, just has like a smile on his face and you wouldn't think anything of it. It's like, Oh, mature rating. What's this all about? And then you see the introduction, the prep, the, the premise of the game is, you know, he had just turned 21 and he's hung over his shit and he loses he his way. And that, bar, that's how, yeah. yeah. He goes, he comes, <laughs> comes stumbling out of the bar and that's how the, the game kind of starts. But yeah. yeah, it's just, he's the most foul mouth, you know, disrespectful, you know, everything that you could possibly imagine that, you know, just like the profane humor and everything. And I, I think, I, I believe at some point um, during the game, you, you battle an actual, like, you know, um, pile of dick. shit, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Pile of shit and, and he, a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's, you know, he has like his, Dude, this sounds, this sounds amazing. he has a little like introduction song, shit. like I am poo or something I like know that. About the dick. Yeah. I, I can't no, remember that one boss. either, but I, I, I believe it. I believe it. But it, it just and to top it all off, I believe there was a multiplayer as well. So not only could you just, you know, have single players conquer, but I believe you could play as, you know, one of his furry friends or something like that, too. So um, that's my final pick. And I think it's a great game too. a hilarious I remember, game. I remember in the beginning, too, um, when you turn it on, it was like he had an axe and then he like chopped the N64 logo in half. so it was kind of like um you know like parody or making fun of the genre a little bit because it had so many platformers but honestly the fact that that got greenlit is kind of insane uh it's that had to be the most uh like controversial game right on 64 because Oh, I mean, totally. I think they had Resident Evil too. How, like, how many parents bought that game for their kids on Christmas just because it looked like it was a cute, <laughs> like a cute, like cartoon game, and it was just so dark. It was just so not, fucked up. Well, listen, yeah. my my friend's parents did, and his whole family was like "f this" and "f that" every other word, so it made all the sense in the world. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh man, dang, that's a good pick. Very cool. Sure. Yeah. yeah, good pick. Solid, solid one. All right. Um, Real quick, I just want to go through uh, honorable mentions. Uh, I got a few here. Uh, we didn't. Nobody picked Gauntlet Legends. Oh. I just wanted to shout that one out. Oh, I thought about yeah. that one. That. <laughs> that game was so I, tight. I I wanted to pick it, but I picked Jet Force Gemini to screw you, producer Sam. But it, it doesn't even. Say, it sounds like you didn't even realize that either of those games. <laughs> it doesn't sound like either of the games are on the radar. Um, Gauntlet Legends, Perfect Dark, uh, Perfect Paper Dark. Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, those were all there. Perfect Doc had a really great single player mode, I remember. And Paper Mario is awesome. Paper Mario mm-hmm. is fantastic. Oh. Um, yeah, Star that's Fox what I had for honorable mentions. Or not Star Fox, Starcraft 64. Starcraft 64. Oh, okay, th- I can't believe that. It's a miracle that they got a, that game on six, on 64. I know. Like, if, we, if you look back, I remember, man, I the graphic comparison and the frame rate was so shitty on it, but like, it but was fucking Starcraft. It. Yeah, we played, we played it. it. We played it a lot. Yeah. Ogre Battle uh, 64 is another I n- honorable mention. Never played it. I played Hello Ogre played Battle it. on SNES mm, and then on the 64. That was like a low key one, but. Isn't tight. the music really good on that one? Yeah. From what I remember. Ogre Battle has the good music. That's yeah. one of the. That's a Square RPG, right? I think so. Yeah, it's Square. Yeah. They always make good ones. 
What else? What else are we missing here? Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of on my end. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah. Go so on my end, um, I didn't want to do another like aviation based one, but I really love Star Wars Rogue Squadron as a kid. Okay. Like that was a really sick kind of movie tie-in game. Yeah, dude, like you could do all the classic ships and they introduced ships that weren't in the main um that weren't in the main series. The mechanics were awesome. You got graded every time with like your accuracy and your speed of completing the mission. And pretty much anything you saw done in the movies, you got to do in that game. And the presentation, I just remember as a kid, was just like super top notch. Like the dialogue what like sounded just like the movies, even though it wasn't the actual like same actors, the sound effects, the music, like it really felt like a good extension of like the Star Wars universe at large. Other ones I had Kirby 64, which is a fun Kirby game, but yep. nothing super crazy. And I had other Mario games like Mario Tennis, Mario Golf. Like they were bangers. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis was a banger on 64. Yeah. yeah I had Mario Golf on my I, list. I played a lot of um, Shadows of the Empire. That Star Wars game, like the kind oh, of, I guess it's a platformer, sexy. but it's kind of like a 3D mm-hmm. first person shooter. I definitely played that one a lot, um, a little bit more than Rogue Squadron for sure. That was a good one. Yeah. What about you, uh, Orion? Anything? I got a couple honorable mentions. Uh, speaking of uh, games that came from originally from uh, arcade, I played a shitload of cruising USA. I don't know if anyone else played it, but <laughs> yeah. I love dude, that, that game. Sick. Hell dude. Yeah. I, I, sh- I mean, if, if conquer had, had been taken, I probably would have picked uh cruising USA with my last pick. I just remember it being so much fun. Like just, you know, it, the arcade, obviously if time runs out, you it's game over unless you put more coins in or whatever, but just being right. able to enjoy that game without, you know, the worry of the time running out and putting more money into it and just enjoying the game for what it is. Like, it was a pretty fun racing game. Listen, listen. But you didn't Cruise- have a wheel, though. Well, true, but, you know, still fun on the controller. <laughs> or maybe I had a wheel back then. I can't remember if Nintendo 64 had a wheel or not. Probably not. But anyway, listen. Cruising USA walks so Forza could run, okay? <laughs> okay. All right? <laughs> Everything <laughs> walks so something else could run. So, Cruising USA was <laughs> Reggie Miller. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything exactly. is always the something before something else is at the end of the day. No one gets credit for who they were in the in the actual present. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then a couple others. I'll just rattle them off quickly. Mario Party 1 and 3, obviously. I know 2 got picked. Uh, Mario Golf also is on my board. Um, another one I don't think any of us mentioned was Bomberman 64. I played oh, that a lot at dude, my friend's house. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That, what about that game? Big miss. Yeah. Big miss from us. I know. I, yeah. I played that one a lot, and I believe you could play up to four players. That one was really fun, too. And then another one, it was a platformer. Might not have gotten as much buzz as the other platformers, but Earthworm Jim. That was a fun one, too. I played mm. the SNES one, but not the, not the N64 one. Yeah, I, I believe that was a. Uh, it was. I don't know if it was as great as the original on Nintendo and Super Nintendo. But I, yeah. I got a few more. Pokemon Sorry. Snap. Yeah, what do you got? A po- yeah, yeah. Pokemon Snap. I played hella uh, oh, yeah. WCW versus NWO. Definitely, that Dude, was a game where I was like, oh, <laughs> going, o- I going over to one. the friend's house and playing that for sure. I guess uh, the WWF No Mercy one was pretty big too, but I didn't really play that one in particular. But I was playing yeah, the me neither. Other one, yeah, same. Um, and then Yoshi Story um, was good too, and uh, Mischief Makers, which is this weird kind of Japanese, almost like art, like RPG fighter. Uh, that game was really tight. I remember that game a lot. Um, and 1080 for sure. I played a lot of 1080, mm-hmm. uh, even though I think the mechanics kind of suck. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a series that kind of died out too. But yeah, yeah uh, good good honorable mentions. Um, I think I think that covers it. Uh, pretty good pretty good lineup here, not going to lie. I think we all picked the, the good ones. I think there's actually a little so. bit more than I thought there was going to be in terms of the good ones, especially going through the honorable mentions here. So I will admit when I'm wrong, and I was wrong at the beginning of this one. Um, good stuff, guys. I appreciate everybody being on. I think I think soon we'll probably end up doing the uh, Super Nintendo draft with this crew here. I think we're all Ooh. of age um, to have a really bloody Super Nintendo draft. That'd oh, be that would definitely be bloody. Yeah. Um, 
All right, and um, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up here. Hyalette, where could the good people find you online? Honestly, the best place to find me online is on the Discord, which I'm sure you'll highlight how people can get on there. I'm on there pretty active, responding to folks. And you can find all my socials on thanksforplaying.live if you go to the About Us and go down to the contributors. Some great content on there, and you can see more beautiful faces that help make content happen on the podcast. So if you're interested in connecting through socials, go through thanksforplaying.live. Thank you so much. Wow, plug in the, plug in the website. Welcome. Love it. Orion, where could the good people find you online? Man, what an amazing plug. Couldn't say it better myself, <laughs> so I won't. Um, on the Discord, Orion, I'm also pretty active in the Discord. And then uh, Twitter at TV4800. And uh, come on, jump in the Discord. We always have uh, pretty good discussions about you know various things, mostly involving video games, but not always. But come in and engage. We'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Well said. Sam, producer Sam, where can we find you online? Um, if you go to my up and running now website, uh, samlunafilm.com, uh, it has all my socials on there, um, Damn. as well as a contact form. But uh, yeah, uh, ha it has all my work and stuff like that if you wanted to check that out. So uh, also on Instagram, uh, samlunafilm as well. Got some photography up there. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Awesome. Awesome. Well said. Man, he's got a, he just dropped a whole website on us. All we're doing is <laughs> dropping like Discord links. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Good Idea Lucas. You could also find me in the Discord as always. Uh, thanks for playing. Live is our website. You can find us on the web and you can find all of our links to social media sites out there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Thanks for Playing, and we're out. Scooby Bop. Thanks for playing as a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Samuel Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Roll Call Bunch and Red Circle. Hey everyone, this is Matt and Lucas here with a quick pre-roll for you. Uh, some of you may have heard there have been some absolutely tragic fires going on in Maui with unfortunate loss of life and just a lot of destruction in the cities over there. So we'll be including a donation link if you'd like to help support them over there. Please consider. Yeah, uh, check out the link tree in any of our social media platforms. You could also find it on thanksforplaying.live. Uh, we'll be shouting it out in our Discord as well. So definitely people will be uh, hopefully donating. Um, these are really tough times. You know, it's always tough to see these kinds of things. I think visually it's very difficult. I know a lot of Americans, a lot of our audience has probably been to the beautiful locations in Hawaii. And hopefully uh, people will find it in their hearts to uh, give what they can to the tragic events that have happened. So yep. on with the show. Thanks, guys.